This is our deacon's last mass, so I said I was going to roast him, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, I could, though. Uh, but he, he is being pruned today from us and grafted back onto a tree in Utah, right? <laughs> so today's gospel, Jesus talks about remain in me and I in you. What does it mean to be pruned? Nobody likes to be pruned, do we? Um, if I were a tree, I would be attached, no pun intended, attached to my branches, right? Don't want to be pruned. But um, I had an interesting experience. I used to go up to the Trappist Abbey at Lafayette. How many of you have been to the Trappist Abbey at Lafayette? Have you been there recently? You know that they put a new church up. It was designed by the same architect that designed ours and built by the same contractor that built ours. I have not seen it. But I used to go up there uh, every month to see my spiritual director. And he happened to be the vine dresser. And so I went up there every, every I lived in Hillsboro, and I would drive over there. It's a beautiful drive. You're in the wine country now. And, and this was 20 years ago. The wine, the, the, the vineyards weren't quite as prominent then, but, but there were a lot of vineyards. And as you drive up to the Abbey, it's very beautiful and nice place to pray. So I went up there, and I... I'd have my spiritual direction. And in the old, front of the old church, and I don't know if it's still there because I haven't been there in a long time now, but they had a beautiful arbor. And on it were all these beautiful grapevines. How many of you have seen a grapevine? Yeah, how many of you have a grapevine in your house, at your home? And what do you have to do in order for it to bear fruit? Prune it. Yeah. And what happens if you don't prune it? Nothing. Does it bear fruit? No. Same with my raspberries. You've got to cut them down. That cane only bears once. So anyway, I was marveling being a newcomer to the area like I was. Uh, I was marveling at the beauty of these things. They had a different varieties. It was, it was an ornamental thing. With all these beautiful grapes hanging down of various types and colors, I just thought, this is so beautiful to walk through the church to have one of these arbors here. I just, every month I'd marvel at this thing. Guess what happened? I came back one day. What happened? It was gone. The whole thing was cut down. I was so mad. I went over to my, my spiritual director. I knew he was the guy that, I said, she cut down all those vines for us. How pretty it was. And this and that. He said, he said, Gary, sometimes we prune lightly. Some, every so often we prune them heavily or they'll never bear again. He said, it's, it's a parable, isn't it? And, uh, we're all attached to our leaves. You know, I just came back from vacation. I usually do things, I usually am so exhausted from vacations, I need another one when I get back. This time I, I went to this place, it was in the middle of Washington, and it was such a beautiful place. I mostly just read and visited people and read. And, and, uh, but I noticed that there were a lot of trees that were cut there. And uh, in, in coming back here, I noticed something in the, in the front of the church that I didn't notice before. And that is, we have a tree right out in front here that's two-thirds dead. Did you notice that? Some of these trees didn't make it through the winter. They're young trees. And, uh, and it's hard. Uh, for whatever reason, a third of it is living. Two-thirds are dead. What's Jesus? What would, if that was me, what would Jesus be doing? Going to cut off the dead branches so that it will grow again. Notice, if we keep that tree, it will probably always be lopsided. I had a pine tree that blew in. Uh, there's a spot over here at the house that's had about five different things that have blown in. I have to keep digging it up because it's near the sidewalk. And they're all living. 
but there was a little pine tree, and I let it grow for a while, and I put it in a pot and put lights on it for a couple years. It outgrew the pot, but it was right against the house. And when I took it out and put it, um, I put it out in, out in the yard. We cut down a real large pine tree that was dying and put it there. And it's growing and it's huge now. But you know what? It's still lopsided. It is. It's just like one of those Christmas trees that you wouldn't pick out of the lot because it's got a hole in the bottom. The, the place where it was near the house has never grown back. And Jesus wants us to bear fruit. I can't imagine, you know, we're not called to sit in a pot and look pretty. This is not life. We're, this is, we're not home. We're not in heaven. We are vines. So Jesus says, you have to keep attached to me. How do we stay attached to Jesus? What, how do we stay attached to Jesus? Children's mask. I'm supposed to be asking questions. Where are the children? Oh, they're over here. Ah, ah, now here we are. How do we stay attached to Jesus? What do we do? By not sinning. When we sin, we detach from Jesus. If it's a really big one, it's like we're cut off and we start to die. How else do we st do we stay attached to Jesus? Pray to Him. We pray to Him. Listen, to these great answers. What else? What else? Huh? You do what? Oh, put a lock on the door so he can't get out. <laughs> Actually, it's usually I put a lock on the door so he can't get in, but we won't go into that. Uh, go to Mass. Go to Mass. If I just have my first communion and I don't go to Mass regularly, I'm going to start to die. It's not automatic. We have to keep watering the plant. What else? Avoiding sin, and that's the hardest thing we have on earth to do. Peyton, what? Learn more about Jesus. Always learning about Jesus. He's always got a new lesson plan every day. Anybody else got an answer? I love these answers. Yeah. Don't lie. Yeah, don't lie. Huh? Take, take communion. Isn't that what Jesus wants to unite with us in communion? Communion of our lives, too. Let's see. Receive the sacraments. Hmm? Admit our sins. I've got to admit it before I can be forgiven. If I don't say it, it, I don't get it. Huh? Take care of people that are sick. Yeah, you know, whenever I visit a sick person, I always find Jesus waiting for me when I get there. How about that? If you've got somebody sick in your family, it's Jesus. Let's see, what else have we got here? You're in the heart of hearing row back there. Huh? Hmm? Father needs a hearing aid, I think. Huh? Uh, taking Jesus' body and blood. Oh, there's... Oh, you're over there, too. <laughs> to love God. How do we love God? Jesus, talked, Jesus said it in this gospel. When we keep his commandments, I love you. How do you tell your parents you love them? Doing what they want. If I say I love you to my parents and I don't know what they want, I don't love you. Right? How do you say you love somebody? 
by doing what they say. That's just, just that's all it is. Reading the Bible, I was waiting for that one. Reading the Bible. Helping other people. Helping the community. See how easy it is. Like, okay, I can't pass up two more, two more answers and we're done. Help your, fam- help your family and you'll get what you want. That's what we call in the Catholic Church an impure motive, but God will take it. Jesus, if I, look, if I do your commandments, will I get what I want? And he says, you'll get what I want. <laughs> it's not, you know, let's see. I, what? Follow the Ten Commandments. Let's see. I didn't ask you yet. I, I'm going to cheat one more. Asking for forgiveness. I just want to mention, since this is your last Mass here, it's amazing, isn't it? How fast the time goes. And Jesus says we're called to bear fruit. Both the deacon and I were in the seminary for six years at different, different, different eras. Somebody pointed out to me that my picture's getting pretty far down the wall now at this point, but, but both of us were pruned off of our previous lives and grafted onto the vine of the church. It's not an easy thing to do, but hopefully uh, in both of our lives, God will bear fruit through that transplanting, and each of us is called to bear fruit. None of us is called to retire. I, I was in a place where, where a lot of people have retired and stuff for the week, and, and at first I thought, gee, it'd be great to retire. Well, there's nothing wrong with retirement, but God's still got a mission for us. There's two ways he prunes us. One is if the, if the, if the branch is dead, he wants to cut it off. Well, you're attached to that dead branch, but it's not doing anybody any good. Not you, not God, not anybody else. Figure out what's dead in your life. God wants to prune it off. It's usually something involving sin or something awful. But even if I have a branch full of leaves, and I think I'm very beautiful, so do those grapevines. God's going to cut them off every so often. We've got to have new growth. That's what life's about. New growth, new challenges, new opportunities. The last thing I wanted to mention was, when I got to this parish, I fell in love with it. You know, I love the old building. I love what we did there. Didn't want to change a thing. But you know what? God called us to build this building. And one of the fruits I noticed this year, you know, Easter Sunday was the largest attendance we've ever had in this parish. I think it was about 400 more. That's good fruits of a building. I'm just saying, with, with the space that we built, there's more people that can come. And it's just a small fruit. I was thinking about... God brings fruit out of everything in our lives, but we have to be pruned from what we had. And this is true for all things. We get attached to things. We don't want our relatives to die. We don't want to get sick. I didn't want to lose my voice. I said the longest time I've gone from preaching here since I've been here, and somebody pointed out, Father, that's not true. You had laryngitis for two months. I was pruned for two months. God makes use of everything. So ask God, where do I need pruning? And try to let God come near you with the shears. It's not easy. We tend to run away from him. But he wants only for us to bear fruit. We pray that God will enlighten us as to what needs to be pruned, both all leaves and no fruit, or dead branches that need new growth. Lord, enlighten us with your spirit. Help us to grow as you desire. Amen.